1: as you were hearing this
0: announcement and the venue is byob so if you want to drink bring a drink if you like a diet coke bring a diet coke and we're gonna hang out afterwards we can say hello to everybody hope to see you all there see you there we're here there's windows someone might see us from out there <laughs> and come in after here
1: after our faces in the windows and be like we're in here you should come in. Hello and welcome to another episode of Finding Mister Height, the podcast. I'm Allie, back with my co-host Erica. Erica, happy New Year!
0: Happy New Year, Allie. I uh, I'm in a new apartment. We're we're starting the new year off with some new things already. I uh, got out of my lease, which is very exciting. So amazing, exciting. Congratulations! And, oh, thank you, thank you so much. Uh, yeah, kind of relieved to be done. This is uh, if we count the times I had to help my office move. This was the fourth time I had to move. This year, oh Lord, <laughs> I'm like, okay, all right, that's no, it's fine. That's fine. We're good.
1: Everything's fine. I'm alive. I'm alive. It's fine. <laughs> you made it. yeah Well, what about um, you? I am doing well. I have been keeping something from you, okay, so you know how it's very well timed because two weeks ago in our dating wrapped episode, we were talking about how we were both had met a significant number of people. Of our first dates in 2022, we met a significant number of them on dating apps. For me, it was like every single one was either that or my matchmaker. I didn't meet any people in real life. Okay. And so we talked about how it was like, that's something that we want to get better at. We want to do more of in 2023. I am personally really not good at it. And so that that was kicking off the intention. And on Friday night, New Year's Eve, Eve, I met a man in the wild. Really? Yeah. Oh wait. Oh my gosh. Just out like at a bar.
0: Uh Uh-huh. Oh, okay. I I want the story. What what happened? Did you initiate?
1: I'm going to be like very impressed if you Um, also initiated. Okay. This is what happened. So so my friend Ashley was in town um, and she was in town from Texas just for New Year's, only for two nights. And we found out right as she was coming that Pig Beach in Gowanus, which is like a barbecue spot that we used to go to all the time when she lived here, is closing or it, it's now closed. And it's last night in business was Friday night, New Year's Eve Eve. Oh,
0: I've been there too. It's a great spot. It's
1: so great. There's actually, an, and they have another location now in like Long Island City or Astoria. Yeah. Um. So shout out to Pig Beach. You should go. It's great. But the Gowanus one is closed. And so it was its last night. We were like, we want to go get a drink there and like toast to, to Pig Beach But let's go before dinner so that we go to dinner and then go home. Because tomorrow's New Year's Eve. I was hosting a party. We had to clean my apartment during the day. Like, we can't be hungover. Like, we have to to be functional. But we've got a lot to do tomorrow. However, I'm going to blame Darcy for the reason that this didn't go down. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Darcy's a fun time, baby. Because, well, he's (laughs) – the late night (laughs) – But however, he was unavailable to meet up. He's going to come with us. He was unavailable to meet up before dinner. Oh, okay. He was like, totally get it. That's what you want to do. But like, I can't make it that early. If you go after dinner though, I'm in. So we were like, okay, fine. So we moved up our dinner to six o'clock. Decided to meet him at Pig Beach after that. So... We got there and the only table available was like all the way in the corner. It was this big round table and there were two people already sitting at it, but plenty of room. We asked if we could sit there. They said, yeah. So it was a couple. Um, And so there were the four of us that were sitting there. Um, Darcy's girlfriend also was with us. So we were sitting in the corner and the, the reason that's important is because we don't have the best view of the rest of the bar. It's like the way that it's set up, this table is kind of blocked by the bar itself. So everybody that's like sitting and or standing at the bar is kind of blocking you from the rest of the restaurant. Okay. At Pig Beach, you have to get up to order your drinks. There's no table service. Mm-hmm. There's a huge line that goes like through the restaurant of people that are waiting to get drinks. Great place to meet people. Great place to meet people. That is not mm-hmm. how <laughs> So... <laughs> We were sitting at the table and we kept seeing across the course of the first, like, I don't know, hour we were there. We kept seeing this really cute, really tall guy in line for drinks. Mm. And the only reason we could see him is because he was taller than everyone else. (laughs) Well, (laughs) because the bar bar was blocking. Like, that's how we knew he was tall, because the bar was blocking, like, most of the line. So we basically, if we looked over, we just saw, like, his head. Yeah, who's that head? Yeah, (laughs) and he was really cute. And so at some point, Darcy's girlfriend was like, who are you looking at? And we were like, oh, there's this cute guy in line to get beers. And so then all of us were, like, leaning to try to see him. He absolutely saw us doing this. Of course, yeah. And another person who saw us doing this was a 22-year-old man that was sitting at the bar, like, right next to us. Of course, yeah. Mm -hmm. And he turns around and he was like, who are you guys looking at? And we were like, oh, no one. He was like, that's that's bullshit. Like, you're looking at yeah. someone. Who are you looking at? So we finally told him. He was like, what's your name? Like, we, like, told him our names. Without another word, this man gets up, goes over to the guy that we were looking at and his friend, and calls him back over to us. Oh,
0: but doesn't say, like, these girls. He's just like, come here. No, oh, no, no, no. He told them. Oh.
1: <laughs> oh. Well, I assume he did. We couldn't hear what was happening.
0: Yeah. We probably was just like those girls keep staring at you and think you're cute.
1: Basically, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. I don't hate it though. I kind of no, like it. Fair I kind of like it too. Yeah, you're like, all right. I've never. We've never met this man. He didn't know the other man. Mm. He also didn't stick around. Like he didn't have any ulterior motive. He just like got them to sit down at our table with us and then bounced.
0: I mean, because it's a fun story for them too. Totally. I, I've been that person in a bar. I've been like, hey, these people keep looking at you. Think they, they think you're cute. It's it's like kind of fun.
1: Yeah, he was like oh. playing matchmaker. So, like, yeah. I like to think that we would have eventually made the move because it hadn't been very long.
0: I mean, I've done this move of just staring at a man enough. Till, <laughs> to until notice he it. comes over,
1: <laughs> but twenty-two year old man wow. jumped the gu- jumped the gun for us, which I appreciate. Gen Z uh, for the win. Yeah, seriously. And so, so they came over, him and his friend. And we all started talking. So, and a couple of our other friends had gotten there, so there were like eight of us at that point. And we were all just talking, hanging out. At some point, we all transitioned to the bar. At first, I was not sitting next to him, like in the way that the table was. But then, like a couple people went to the bathroom, things got reshuffled. Mm-hmm. I ended up. Because also, to you're him. the only you're the only single one in the crew. No, my friend who was visiting is single. Ashley's single, oh, she's also, but she doesn't, doesn't live okay. here. I confused her for
0: a friend with a baby
1: different ashley
0: got it well all right well that's fair that's fair <laughs> i fucked that up i was like okay and then i was like did i just fuck up about you're like yeah she is single and she has a baby
1: erica it's allowed I'm it's like, okay. Loud. No. okay okay all right she is single and does not have a baby it's like don't come um, for me listeners please no she's also <laughs> single but she doesn't live here um so things got shuffled around i started talking to him we were vibing then like we kind of moved the whole group moved to the bar area. So we were mm-hmm. no longer at the table. Everybody was mingling. He and I ended up talking again. And that's when he said, can I get your number? I would love to go out to drink sometime soon.
0: Let's go. Hell yeah. Okay. Yeah. Whoa. 2023.
1: I'm going to bang. Hello. I know. So he took my number. He also asked me how I spelled Allie, which is like a very small thing, but something that I really appreciate. For sure, yeah. I think people out there who have, and maybe you feel this way about Erica with a C versus Erica with a K, I don't know if you care. It's funny of, I'm not like
0: heavily offended. Uh, Hilarious of, I started working the seller and you have to give them all your information. Yeah. Uh, Immediately my name was spelled with a K. And oh no. Wrong. And because I was so new there, I was like, do you bring this up right away? Or do you like, just focus on being funny and working here and, and give it like a few weeks to just be like, Hey, I noticed um, on the website, I... slash on my avails. Uh, but eventually,
1: someone caught it, or
0: someone told them for me. I guess that I kind of lucked out. They fixed. it. I was it, gonna but... say, I
1: think you bring it up right away because that's your career.
0: Yeah, it's just comedy, such a weird fucking thing. Like I was sitting there being like, Erica, just focus on being funny right now. <laughs> like the crowd doesn't know the website got the name wrong. You know, like <laughs> just just go up and be funny. But uh, at layers of I don't experience it often, and then the minute it does, I'm like. Yeah, one of the most important things. Great, great, great. Great. <laughs> great perfect. <laughs> perfect. Um anyway. so yeah, so
1: I I experience people spelling my name wrong all the time. I don't expect them to spell it right on on their own, but yeah. like I as somebody with a name that often is spelled wrong because there's so many different ways to spell Allie, I really notice when people make an effort to find out how to spell your name and then mm-hmm. do it properly. So I liked that. And so then he got my number. He was like, "Great, but what I also really liked is that the night wasn't over yet. Yeah. Like it wasn't like a, oh, we're, not that this is bad, but it wasn't like a, oh, we're parting ways, you know, better get your number because now we're going to be apart or like this is my last chance or kind of thing.
0: Yeah. You almost were like, he got my number and now it's almost like a mini date. Yeah. We're kind of having, which is nice. Yeah. So fun. So then. It's just confident good- too. It's like, I didn't have to ask you right before I was leaving
1: right yeah it was like no we're gonna continue the night but like you know i want to make sure that i do this yeah um and so we did continue the night we ended up going to royal palm shuffleboard club um four of us that like him and his friend and me and ashley oh okay Um, yeah real big night and it was just it was very fun i also i have a picture with him now no
0: oh, no you and don't. a couple
1: of videos ashley was taking like pictures and videos so we now have photos and videos of the night that we met oh very interesting okay which is funny um not getting ahead of myself by any means but like i just think that's kind of funny i've never i've never like had that yeah oh so anywho and have you heard from him yet so then good good point uh <laughs> I'm not trying to bring you down. No. curious. The next day, spoiler alert, was rough. Yeah, I can. We imagine. were out really late. Ashley and I were like dying in the morning. We were like trying to get our shit together, and he texted me the very next morning and said, "Yeah, we love it," and basically said how we were feeling. He was like, "I don't know about you, but I'm really struggling this morning. Like when we go out, we're gonna have to be a little more careful because I don't, I don't know if I can do this again." <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, okay. Very cute, though. Yeah, very I was cute. like, was I'm totally answer.
1: with you. I, I I hate everything right now, mm-hmm. but like last night was very fun. He said he had said like it was so fun meeting you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we texted a little bit more on New Year's Eve. Um, it is now Monday, so that was Saturday. It's now Monday. We've been texting consistently. I just pulled the move a couple minutes ago of making reference to our date. He asked me something about work. He was like, Oh, you're in the fashion industry, right? um like remind me what you do and I told him but then I said like you know I can basically like something like I can give you more detail
0: mm. when we go out.
1: Okay. I like it. So I'm hoping that he picks up what I'm putting down. I mean the man the man got your number, he's talking with you. I'm, yeah. Otherwise I'm I will sure just though. say when are you free. Like I'm obviously totally fine doing that. Right. Um he straight. he just like strikes me as somebody who is going to do that for sure like all of the things that have happened thus far
0: yeah I was gonna say um I'm curious did you tell him about this podcast at all I did not (laughs) no I'm not saying you you should or shouldn't I just was curious
1: no I'll tell him on our when we go out like that's something I typically I typically tell people on our first date um but and then another another funny thing that happened is that so he texted me And I know his his full name. He cause he asked me for my full name when I he was like, you know, putting me putting me in his phone. And then I asked him for his last name. So I I know his full name. And so we were like lying on the couch, dying, whatever. And Ashley was like, Oh, did you look him up yet? And I was like, No. She's like, I'll do it. I was like, Okay. So she She's like, oh, here's his LinkedIn, but like, she's like, I'm not gonna click on it because, like, then he'll see that, like, I Mm -hmm. looked at his profile. And I was like, oh, I'll do it later. Like, I have incognito. And she then goes, oops. And I was like, what happened? She's like, well, I I looked at his profile. I'm like, okay, well, like, maybe, maybe not everybody, you know, I don't check who looks at mine. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, not everybody checks who looks at yours. She goes, yeah, well, I have a thing where I get a notification when someone looks at mine. Oh, is oh, she God, in sales. Jesus. Um, no, she's not. Oh, so I don't know how common that is.
0: Uh, to have that like, as a notification I get an email. I'll get an email going, Oh, a lot of people are looking at your profile right now, but if you don't have like LinkedIn premium, if you log in, it's like, I can only see the most recent, like, three. yeah, I'll go look so the, at it right now. Give
1: me his name. So the, we'll, we'll bury her like. We'll bury, we'll bury her no, back, no, we can't do that because then he'll look you up and then immediately see me. Uh,
0: maybe, but on my LinkedIn, I don't, I don't have this pod yet. I didn't put oh, it on there. Yeah, there you so, go. So I'll just find know, my I, other podcast
1: and be like, "Who's this podcaster comedian? What Check what me out." On. Yeah, I don't have anything about this this part of my life on on LinkedIn. But I was going to um, say if he's not in
0: sales. I would I would not be worried of I feel like sales people are really the the people that are really actively on LinkedIn every day. Yeah. LinkedIn is their, you know, but I was just like
1: picturing this scenario. Like it's fine. Just to also just to say this at the top. Like it's absolutely fine. I don't actually care. But I was just like imagining this scenario where, mind you, I hadn't replied to him yet. So I'm imagining this scenario where let's say you text someone, a person you text a guy that you've just met. And before he replies, you get a notification that his friend has looked at your LinkedIn.
0: Yeah, that'd be. I would laugh, but I'd be like, <laughs> "All right, well, they got my text." <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> oh shoot! So, so and he cool. met her. Like he knows she. He knows who she is. Yeah. Funny. Um, well,
0: then, then you know, it's like, oh, what a weird coincidence.
1: Yeah. Oh, what is so weird? <laughs> friends <laughs> checking me out. Uh, then obviously I replied, but mm-hmm. um, yeah. So. Uh, we shall see how that It's exciting. how that continues. But you're yeah, so. So little I'm to in.
0: you. <laughs> Look at you. Met him in real life, I was going to say like how do you feel about
1: meeting in real life versus I guess on the app? I I mean, I loved it. Yeah. I the, the thing is though is that like I'm still not confident in my ability to do it because I I did very little in this scenario.
0: This is one of those things of this is where the saying people are always like, "Oh, it happens when you least expect it. It happens when you're not looking." Like But it's something like, if I look at those moments of when I met people, it's so, so rare. Yeah. Uh, Also, eh. I
1: was actively looking at him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah, you weren't (laughs) quietly. (laughs) No, I wasn't minding my own business
0: unaware that men existed. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, more of the sense, like, I guess it's what? You didn't go to the bar that night going, oh, let's let's hopefully meet some people. Let's see if there's hotties here. Like, you were like, I'm going to go just have fun with my friend. And that's the part of, like, that saying. That I do agree with that I'm like, yes, often just the most fun nights or the fun times I've had were just when I had no expectations at all of the evening. Yeah. And it was just like, oh, nice. Let's go. Yeah, let's go do something fun. And that's it. Like, I hate the vibe. You ever been with a friend? You you walk into a bar and just immediately they're like, there's no cute guys
1: here. Yes. I'm like, all right, well, we just got here and some might show up. Okay. Like, like what if what if the people in, what if the guys in the bar were just saying there's no cute girls here and then we walked in? Is, right, exactly. You're like, all right, there well aren't we're here. People there until they arrive. We're here. There's windows. Someone might see us <laughs> from
0: out there <laughs> and come go in here. our
1: faces in the windows and be like, we're in here. You should come in.
0: Yeah, like literally, you know, something. But it's like, I hate that vibe of I've done that and then I'm like bar hopping and I'm like I don't want to be bar hopping.
1: I know. Like I you care. always are like looking for and then inevitably the next place you go is worse than the first place. It's Always. Ne- you never find a better place in in my experience in those scenarios.
0: Right. And it's just like each bar we go to, like, it just makes me feel more like, maybe it's us, guys. Maybe yeah, right? it's us. <laughs> I don't think it's the bar's fault
1: that we just need a different bar. You yeah. Know. So, but yeah, so I, I, I liked it. And I, you know, I think it's interesting because, so we've been texting like a decent amount. Mm-hmm. But like, I already... I already know that I like him, yeah, so I'm not it. as worried about like, oh, I'm not gonna be into him when we meet up or or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, he's older than me also
0: how are we allowed to say how much how much
1: uh, a few years older oh a okay. couple That's years a not... couple years um, but what's interesting is that when one of the reasons that we had not yet actioned on the fact that we thought he was cute, we thought he was really young oh yeah i've been there like from afar he was wearing a hat Mm -hmm. and from afar like he he has like kind of a baby face and in a good way i think he's really cute but like we thought he was young so like that was one of the reasons why we had not yet like done anything about it because we were like what are we gonna call this like 25 year old over
0: hilarious if i had a similar experience and i was like well he's he was it was a work night so he was in a suit that i was like well maybe he's older (laughs) because he was in a suit and i ended up chatting with him i was like oh this guy's really nice and da, da, da. and then he asked me for my snapchat and i was like oh, oh, oh. Yeah, and i go. just go i think i might be too old for you i was like how old are you he's like i'm 24 i was like oh, okay okay no. oh. i'm not but i and i just didn't tell him my age i was like yeah i don't use snapchat and i i definitely am like, too old that, that's a no yeah
1: um so yeah so i'm excited about this uh this new kirk of mine
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. Kirk Potential.
1: Kirk Potential. Um, so hopefully we will go out sometime soon. I also have a date this coming Thursday with the Bumble guy that I had matched with. I told you about this before yeah. Christmas. Um, So that's exciting. And then the matchmaker guy, I think gets back into town today. And he had said that he was going to text me when he gets back. Starting the New Year strong. Yeah. So And there's another guy on Bumble who... We had said that we would reconnect in the new year once he's in Australia currently, like once he's back from Australia, which I I think is around now. Um, So could possibly have four dates in the new year. I'm also intrigued of, I feel
0: like, matchmaker guy and now this real life guy. I think both are piquing your interest pretty similar level here.
1: Yeah. I, I will say I was I was truly the most excited about Captain Kirk of anybody that I've been matched with. Like it's just such a bummer that he pulled what he pulled. Yeah. Um uh, hopefully he's okay. Um we t- don't actually have yeah. confirmation on that. No clue. Um but yeah, I'm I'm excited about both. And uh yeah, we'll see we'll see where these Kirks lead. I'm excited. Getting after it. Yeah, me too. And you have two IRL dates coming up, right?
0: Yeah, one. I'll be honest. One, one is feeling weirdly a little flaky. Oh, which of, one? Okay, so th- basically, this guy has like just been in my DMs before. Oh, that one. And and I am unsure how he came across. I'll have to scroll through our messages. I don't know. Like, did he see me on a show? Is it just like he came across my page? I'm not sure. But he basically like flat out asked me out of like, I'd love to take you out sometime, blah blah. And I was like, Why not? Why not? And yeah, especially I'm yes. like, if I meet someone through my Instagram, I'm like, well, they definitely know I have herpes. <laughs> like, It's all out that's, there. That's out there. I've recently been uploading my jokes on there. So it's very, it's like literally just in the title, even if you don't click it, it's like dating with <laughs> it's herpes. right there in the yeah. cover photo. Yeah. So I'm like, well, he knows, uh, <laughs> which is kind of like nice in a way that I'm like, all right, that's out of the yeah, way. That's already out there. Um, he clearly knows I do comedy. He clearly knows I do this podcast, my other podcast. So it's like, All right, he's on board with it then. And that's kind of a big big leg up that that's why I very was like, yeah, fuck it. Let me, I'll go out with this guy. I'll meet him. Why not? Um, But it's been a weird thing of like, I'm a night owl. So for me to notice this is huge. Yeah. I have only been getting texts from him super late at night.
1: Like like there's been a couple late? times
0: I wake up to a text from him and I'm like, buddy, I go to bed at like 2 a.m. Wow. Consistently. they like, I'm getting a text from you at 2.30. One night it was like one thirty. I went to bed. I was like early, but I just was like, it's one of those, you know. What, kind of, uh,
1: what kind of texts?
0: Like, they're not like you up type of texts. No, it is about making plans, but it's this thing that you go, you only think of me at 1 a.m. In the middle In the of the, the night. In middle of the night, like, where you're a little bit like, Okay. That's, you know? Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't love like. That. I try not to judge it because I often. That's often the time I have to check like my apps, and I'll be sending messages to people. And I never thought of it until someone pointed out to me. Of they were like, I always notice if someone is like messaging me super late at night, or you might be giving the vibe of a hookup vibe, even though I'm like on a dating app, being like, "Hey, fuck, Mary, kill," <laughs> you <know>? like whatever, <laughs> whatever. I'm throwing out there is like not sexual, but um, so I've tried to consciously like answer my dating app messages or especially bumble because they expire um i try to do them like in the middle of the day at some point
1: i think that's a good call
0: um yeah it's just you know not that i'm someone that i'm like i'm a princess but it is a little bit where you're like yeah you don't you you feel a little less special if you're only getting (laughs) 2 a.m text even if they are like would love to take you to dinner i'm like okay Uh, okay what time will the dinner be at right or the it's been that weird thing of i answered you tried to he offered this past weekend, and I mm. was like, "Hey, I was like, it's New Year's. I got shows and and plans. I was like, so I'm busy. So I was like, perhaps sometime next week." And he didn't answer that. That I'm like, so it's been a weird pattern of that, where like mm. I answer and I'm like, "Hey, yeah, sure, great." Yeah, I don't love that. And then my next reply is 1:30 a.m. the next night. I'm like, okay. So it's it's like all right. Technically, this is an in real life man, actually, or DM man. I don't know. We can kind of an Instagram man. I don't know where we count this guy.
1: yeah i I think instagram should be its own or like social media perhaps should be its own category it is yeah
0: yeah so whatever so that's one i'm like technically i like kind of have in the works but uh it's one i go i don't i don't have a lot of confidence in it so far uh and i felt bad if i was like i wasn't rejecting you man i just you know you asked me thursday of the weekend and i was like okay um yeah and then I have, uh, the man I met actually after our live show.
1: Oh uh, yeah. When are you going to go out with him?
0: Um, literally next Monday. He asked me for Fine. this Monday and, uh, but everything's closed with the holiday. So I was like, oh, yeah. and it was, and it was my only night off from shows I've had in like a week. And then I have shows all this week. And I was like, yeah, you I need, need... to decompress. Yeah. It was when I was like, I need, I need one night home Just give me a minute. Um, weird of not weird well are, we're doing a 5 p.m date what i know what's gonna
1: happen on the date
0: we're actually going he asked asked me to do mini golf
1: oh fun are you gonna, gonna go to, that, to um
0: yeah that's swingers place you went to yeah the one i went yeah swingers that's yeah right. so right. i loved like he came in hard with a plan of offered me a date was like want to do this loved it yeah. uh and then even when i was like hey i really like camp monday also i'm like stuff might be closed he immediately gave another date so he's Technically, that's like two, almost two weeks out planning. But I was like, okay, great. Love a man with a plan. Um, But I kind of weirdly was like, oh, what do you do for work? Or that you're like, you could do a 5 p.m. date. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. What does he do? I don't know. I haven't asked. Oh, it felt rude to be like 5 p.m. Like, why are you available? What are you? Anyway, but I was like, you know, it's a fun date. I'm intrigued. I love it. And it's an in real life man. And like I said, we want a man with a plan. One showed up with a plan. All right. Let's do it. Yeah, I'm just, uh, I'm in a weird limbo of I still am feeling the, I was decided when I left LA that I need to move out here. I just didn't know when. Right. Uh, And then losing my day job, got out of my lease of my apartment, got into the cellar. There's like several things kind of happening. And, and I literally have a room lined up of it's an extra bedroom of someone I know. And she's very like, just just let me know the realistic time frame because she has to clear some stuff out of the room. So I'm okay. like, all right. And I have a cousin's wedding in April and some gigs here East Coast that I'm like, all right. I think like after my cousin's wedding would be like the earliest and maybe ideal time because also I'm like that kind of would be nice if go to a family wedding, see that chunk of my family on my dad's side and kind of would indirectly also be a nice little I get to see everyone right before I like a send off. Right. Which would feel nice. And also it's like right before my birthday. So we could maybe do a little. My yeah. mom and my birthdays are near there. So maybe like, you know, we could do a little dinner with everyone, early birthday celebration or something. Um, so yeah, but that's, it's like, that's just looming in the back of my mind a bit. And I'm getting ahead of myself with, with dates because someone actually on the Patreon made a great point. They were like, yep, yeah, most dates, you know, you go on, like, you really only go out once, twice with these people and it doesn't go anywhere not to be negative, but it's like that. No, it's true though. So statistically, the Right. So it's kind of like, yeah, I'm kind of in a just, I'll have fun. And like, if something happens, something happens. Um, Cause like, I've never been someone to put like the relationship part of my life before like work. Right. But I have very much been feeling this past like year. I was like, all right. I was like, if I don't really like meet someone in New York, I'm going to take it as a sign to move to LA and to do something new. And try to look at it more of like, hey, you you have the ability to do this. Whereas right. if you had other things in your life going on, even like with my day job and losing it, was another thing that was like, okay, that's, that's something you don't have to worry about anymore. And that's another thing you could easily now go because my my job was not fully work from home. I did go in half the time. Right, right. So I'm trying to just take it as a like, okay, we're going to right now, I know my month for, my plan for two months. I'm, I'm living with my friend talia very appreciative that she's letting me stay in her extra room and i'll reassess at the end of the two months and be like how am i feeling what are things looking do i want to make the move sooner do i want to stick to april we'll see so it's uh it's a weird place to be in with dating but i'm like i don't think it's something i need to tell someone on like a
1: first date i don't think so it's it, i think it would be different if you had like a flight booked and an exact date <laughs> of like I am leaving right on this day. Yeah. And, but you know, I probably something that should come up like sooner rather than later, but no, I don't think it's like has to be an upfront disclaimer.
0: Yeah. And it's so funny that anytime I do like those questions on Instagram, I get so many people being like long distance relationships, long distance relationship. And I yeah. jokingly, but not jokingly was like, I have never liked someone enough to do a long distance thing. Period. It's
1: hard. I, it's only happened once to me
0: it's very hard and even if you have like good income and f- work from home flexibility and like all these things now that is making it more feasible for so many people it still is very hard and especially yeah. i'm like this is gonna maybe sound crass to some people but it's true of i'm like i've been single for the like for my whole life basically and i'm used to being single and like for me a big benefit of when i am just dating someone and seeing someone consistently is having physical affection yeah, is such a like difference of what I didn't have before of like literally having someone to cuddle on my couch with hang out with have sex with all that is such a like that's such a big change for me of single versus not being single for me personally so it's like I get into something and it's distance I'm sitting there being like this feels like I just have a friend somewhere yeah. else it still doesn't have this like relationship feeling that I personally want. Like I am a very physically affectionate person and I know I'm like, I would be so like frustrated and sad of like, well, I finally have a boyfriend and he goes to a different school, you know, (laughs) like it's very much that energy where you're like, I don't get to hold hands in the hallways in front of my friend, you know? So it's, it's, it's like very hard for me to be like, oh, I for sure would do a long distance thing. Like never say never, but
1: yeah, well, I think, I ugh. think the never say never thing is a fine place to be. And like, you don't have yeah. to be a hundred percent. Yes. I'm in, I'm interested in doing this as long as you're not like absolutely not. Yeah. I'm then not, I think it's fine.
0: I try to not be uh too absolutely not on yeah. uh too many things. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm in a phase of my life right now. I'm like, not really being a planner, which is new for me. I'm trying to be like, okay, universe and the moon and, the, <laughs> and the whatever chakras fucking align for me world. I don't know. I'm sure that's how chakras work. It's something like that. It's some I, I hear align your chakras. I hear that saying all the time. I don't really know what it is, but I'm trying. I'm trying, I'm trying to, i like, to so so that's that's my new year's right now resolution is is trying to be see where the wind blows me a bit don't try to not stress and just take it like a month at a time right now is is all i feel like i can plan at the moment so hanging in there we're doing all right and also oh this is sidetrack i want to give a shout out i have gotten a handful of messages already about my period problems uh very thankful for any suggestions by the way appreciate those and Feels nice to know a bunch of other people have also had this problem. Yeah. They're like, my periods were constant, nonstop, you know, giving me the whole rundown of what they tried. I appreciate it truly because I am out of fucking ideas. So thank you to everybody submitting those.
1: Yeah. One of the things that I think is just really lovely about having this podcast. And also, I think what's really cool about the Discord. So shout out to the Patreon mm-hmm. tier where you get access to our Discord chat is that feeling of community and solidarity where you feel like in a lot of different realms who else is going through this i haven't heard of anybody else going through this or having dealt with something like this and then it turns out a lot of people have
0: yeah Mm -hmm. exactly so appreciate the communities both the public and the private discord shout out to you guys Very, very very helpful
1: so one of the things that um As we kind of like went into 2023, we've been asking the listeners and I put in my story like, what do you want to see more from, you know, Finding Mr. Right in general, but also the pod. And it's very timely that the two biggest suggestions that or sort of requests that we got for pod content. One is more Ask a Man episodes. And as it it so happened, I did that. uh, I posted those questions the day before my episode with my brother or episode with my brother came out. Um, Which also
0: can I add? Yeah, I've gotten requests for having Jared Fried on. Same, and Jared is coming on the show, and we're going to do our <laughs> other, our next Ask of Something man will be with Jared, which will be very, very fun. So um, excited! We're uh, just going to time it with his special coming out to help him promote that. But uh, yeah. yeah, he's great. actually
1: also I got two requests for Lindsay Metzler from We Met at Acme.
0: Yeah, she's Ooh. she's already scheduled, guys. We have it on the calendar. <laughs> it's On <so> the calendar.
1: <laughs> good to know we're in tune with what the people want. Yeah. Um. But the other most, I would say. Ask a Man was the most popular thing. We, I, we got a bunch of different like specific guest suggestions, but broad topics, Ask a Man was the most popular. The next most popular was listener questions. Hell yeah. And first of all, I want to say that if you like listener questions, you would love the Patreon episodes that we do because almost all of our Patreon episodes are Ask Us Anythings. Patrons get a dedicated question form where they can submit questions and we get to most of them. Um, the volume has increased over time, so it's not possible to do every single one, but a lot of those types of things are there, but it was also well-timed because today we are recording a hot topics episode, which is listener questions. Hell yeah. Um, but first we were going to start out with an, am I the asshole, uh, scenario that was actually submitted to us by Rourke.
0: Yes. Shout out to Rourke. She found, she found a good one sent to the show.
1: Yeah, this is a really good one. Um and it's a longer one. So and also in hot topics in general the questions are longer, so you know, bear with us on the on the length, but I'm going to post the poll of what people think about this one when this episode comes out mm-hmm. because it is lengthier and so yeah. I think I think it'd be a little bit difficult to digest like all at once in a story.
0: Very hard to read. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah all at once. So like after you've heard this, if you're listening to this on the Monday that it comes out, go to my Instagram story. It'll be there in Erica's as well. Um, And you can vote. And when we record next week or the week after that, really, we will reveal the results. Hell yeah. I'm all about it. So I've been talking a bunch about how I'm trying to order in less. And part of that is that I'm cooking at home more, but when I don't have time to cook, which is more often than not, I have really still been loving Factors meals that are ready to eat in just two minutes. Yeah. And
0: they have so many options too. Every week, their menu, they have 35 options that you can pick from. So you can find whatever it is that you're looking for.
1: code FMH50 to get 50% off your first box, plus 20% off your next box. That's code FMH50
0: at factormeals.com slash FMH50 to get 50% off your first box, plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active.
1: Okay, so quick overview for those of you who don't know, Am I the Asshole is a subreddit on Reddit where people pose situations that they've been in and they ask the audience am i the asshole in this situation and people comment and they say like yes or no and debate and so that is what we do here as well when we do these
0: and there's interestingly a so it's you're the asshole basically not the asshole uh all everyone's an asshole well i forget the fucking shit i fucked it up but it's like no assholes here and basically
1: everyone's an asshole is also also a vote people can give, which is very yes, interesting. Both, Yeah, like you could you could vote that like everyone in the story is an asshole or yeah. you could vote that like no one's wrong. Exactly. Yeah. 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 There's multiple options here. Um, and one of the things that you kind of have to accept when you do these is that like you are only getting one side of the story. Obviously, mm-hmm. people are unreliable narrators, but you kind of have to assume that they're not lying in order yeah. to have the debate. Right. So all that being said, here we go. My husband and I recently went on a long overdue vacation to a tropical island. We stayed at an all-inclusive resort, but we also wanted to get out and actually explore the island, so we decided that each of us could pick an activity to do that that would get us off the resort for a day. I picked a hike that would bring us up into the mountainous interior of the island and through some rainforests. My husband is not a big hiker, but he agreed to do it with me. My husband narrowed his choices down to two options, a catamaran trip to go snorkeling and dune buggy riding. I get horrible motion sickness. We had some mild turbulence on our flight to the island, and even with the Dramamine I took before we took off, I still got nauseous and lightheaded. I told my husband that both of the ideas he picked are things I know for a fact would make me motion sick. He told me it probably wouldn't be that bad, but I told him that I know my body, and I know without a doubt that both of those activities would make me sick. I asked him if there were any other activities that he he was interested in, but he said those two were the only ones that piqued his interest. He eventually agreed to go on the hike trip first, and then we can figure out the activity that he wants to do. While on our hike, we started talking with another couple that was also staying at our resort. They'd been there a couple of times before, and my husband asked if they'd done either of the activities that he wanted to do. They'd done both and said that both were a lot of fun, but the wife did say that the catamaran trip was pretty rough at times, and a couple people on the trip got seasick. She also said that the dune buggy was fun because you get to drive it by yourself, but it's mostly on dirt tracks that can get pretty bumpy. From the way she described it, I knew that if I did either of those things, I would get sick. When we got back from the hike, I told my husband that I didn't want to do either of the activities he wants to do and asked again if he can please pick something else for us. He said those were the only two things he liked, and if I don't want to do them, we won't because he doesn't want to go alone. I knew he was upset because he was really excited about talking about both the things he wanted to do, and after I told him I wouldn't do them, his demeanor changed. I wouldn't say he was sulking, but he was definitely less animated and not his usual fun self. He pretty much spent the rest of our trip just sitting around the pool doing nothing. I tried to get him to do things with me, like get a massage, but he told me to go do that myself. When he didn't change his attitude, I finally asked him what was up. and He told me that he went outside of his comfort zone to go on a hike with me, but I wouldn't do the same for him. I told him that hiking doesn't make him sick, so that's a big difference, but he told me I could have at least tried one of them. Am I the asshole? All
0: right. You want me to go first on this one, or you, you want to go first? I want you to go. Okay. I don't know... Exactly what I'd say for my official answer of you're the asshole, not the asshole, whatever. Okay. I kind of feel like neither of them are an asshole, but I feel like both of them are a little bit wrong in different ways.
1: Hmm. Interesting distinction.
0: I'm not saying like they're both 100% correct, and I'm, but I'm also not saying they're both 100% wrong or whatever. First of all, let's go on the side of the writer first. The husband sulking for the trip is... So just that's an asshole move. Yeah. Like you didn't get what you wanted. I understand you're upset, but basically being
1: very like the rest of the trip, you do nothing with her. Like punishing her by also punishing yourself, because I assume that wasn't very fun for him either.
0: No, it's like, it's, it's a very misery loves company. Yeah. You're upset. You didn't do the things you wanted to do. And this is the part that drives me crazy about the husband. He, Isn't just going to go do those things by himself. He's he's himself. He said, I don't want to go do that by myself, which is always an option. You can always Always. go do something by yourself. And then the fact that she's like, let's get a massage. And he goes, you could do that by yourself. Is such a like, dude, like you wouldn't go on a thing by yourself. Of course I can get a massage by myself. Like I fucking will. Who cares if you're there or not. But like the fact that you're going to throw that at me when you are someone that wasn't willing to go do things on your own is shitty of it's yeah. like it's basically like him being like oh like how you told me i can go on the catamaran by myself go get a massage, by get yourself, a massage. Bitch. like, okay, like okay, that's the that's the energy i'm getting so that's that's the part about the husband i don't like however i'm gonna say this on his side i feel she was very very quick to dismiss dismiss his activities that he suggested mm-hmm. and i'm not saying she doesn't get sick and she doesn't know her body but like she went by one person's synopsis of it She didn't go talk to the resort people. She didn't go ask a few more questions. Like, So from his perspective, I'm like, you really quickly shut me down. And we're very like, absolutely not. I know for a fact I'd be sick. Blah, 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 blah. And it's like, that's also energy that I don't want to deal with. And I would be very frustrated of like, you talk to one woman and immediately you were like, nope. Also,
1: while I'm on a hike, I don't want to fucking do. Yeah, that's the question that I have. So I'm with you. I don't think... I don't think she's an asshole in this situation. Yeah,
0: I wouldn't I, I say, say she's an she's asshole. I do think she's made some mistakes. But I I don't think she's 100% in the right.
1: Yeah, the, a couple things. So I am a motion sickness girly, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And as we were discussing in our text with Rourke, I think people who don't get motion sickness are often dismissive of how horrible it is mm-hmm. and how much it just fully ruins anything you're doing and there truly isn't anything you can do about it sometimes for some people and like she mentioned that she got super sick on the airplane even though she took Dramamine like I've been there and so I fully believe that she believes and it's probably true given the fact that she got super sick on a plane both of those activities would be totally awful for her and thus awful for him uh yeah yeah. Ooh, you'd be, you'd wait, work just texted us saying I have a fucking epic update. Oh, wait, just like in general life. Yeah, it. She did say for whenever we do the Patreon. So work Rourke, work's coming on the Patreon soon, everybody. So yeah, if you want to join up. the Patreon, uh, now's your cha- now's your time because work's going to come on. But that's very funny that she just texted our Hilarious. group chat that her, her we are ears discussing. are ringing. Yeah, her we are currently are discussing our group chat, and there she is. Anyway, um, so uh, that's something that has frustrated me. About people in the past is like I get incredibly car sick. Mm-hmm. And, and it will ruin, I it won't go away for it until I sleep it off. Okay. So like if I get, if I get even slightly car sick, it's over for me for the rest of the day. And like mm-hmm. who if I was supposed to do something with someone, also over for them if they wanted to do that thing with me. Mm-hmm. That being said, the thing that I want more clarity on that we won't get is. When she says my husband's not a big hiker, and when he says that he pushed himself out of his comfort zone, how much are we talking here?
0: Uh, like, also, when I add, she literally goes, "He eventually agreed to the hike." So, like the part she leaves out, in my opinion, is you really pushed him to go on the hike. Is my
1: my synopsis of what she said? So, Rourke read it the same way. I read it differently, which is where I thought when she said he, the, her exact words were. He eventually agreed to go on the hike trip first, and then we can figure out the activity that he wants to do. What you're saying might be true. Yeah. The way that I interpreted it is not that it took him a while to agree to go on the hike, but that it took him a while to agree to go on the hike without them having decided on his activity.
0: I mean, both are true. I think both are true. He just. I don't know. I, I, I don't know that what you're saying is true. Well, that's but this is the downside of she's writing the story. I totally agree. If he wrote the story, he'd be like, "I really didn't want to do the fucking hike." Yeah, would totally, be like, "Come totally on, agree I you. really want to do it, blah, blah blah." So from his perspective in general, he's like, "I did the hike for you. You're not willing to try one of these things with me." I,
1: yes, I'm I'm with you. But what what I what I mean is like it doesn't sound like doing the hike was as big of a stretch for him in terms of negative impact on him as doing something that would make her super sick is. I'm not saying that means she's in the right.
0: Right. Exactly. It's mean. like, it, this is the part that it's like, yeah, he doesn't get motion sickness from a height hike. Right. But he can but wh- be essentially miserable still doing one as someone who does not like hiking. That would be me. Yeah, I think. So I'm that's doing this my question goddamn like, hike for you. <laughs> right. Like when he says
1: it. that, when she says he's not a big hiker, does that mean that like, it's not his preferred activity or does that mean that he hates it?
0: I think it means he doesn't like to do it. However, he is physically capable that he can but also that's something that I want to, I'm sitting there going, how difficult was the hike? I think hey, yeah. for her, know. she could be, if you're a hiker, you're like, that's nothing. And like I was in college basketball shape, best shape of my life. Me and my friend who played D one hockey, we went on a hike with our like hiking buddies. It was a big like Adirondack weekend at the school yeah. we went to called peak weekend. So every Adirondack peak has somebody from St. Lawrence on it. Right. We do this weekend. Her and I are way in the back behind <laughs> everybody. And this is quote an easy hike. Wow. and like they're laughing at us they're like oh look at you fucking athletes like struggling and we're it's like "This very is, different level this is different muscles is a different yeah. activity but like yeah i got the hike done like i did it you it's didn't like, enjoy it i mean honestly it was fun because i was with my friends but like several moments i was like yeah fuck hiking this ain't for me <laughs> but i was very like erica we're doing something different you know like have a good why yeah, so i
1: think that's that's a, a large black hole of clarity that we don't have we don't know. is mm-hmm. like what how bad was this hike for him yeah, I do think, and like Rourke said this when she texted us about it, like the mistake that she made was not agreeing to, like going on the hike before mm-hmm. having agreed to one of those things. And she, pri- it sounds like she knew she was definitely not doing either of those before they went on that hike.
0: Yes. Which I agree of like, mm, yeah, I, I think I think you pushed him to do it. And because and this is how I would be in relationships. I'm pretty easygoing. If I was this man, I would I would have done the same thing. I would have been like, "I'll do this thing and I'll make them happy. I'm doing my part of the compromise of relationships." And hey, so that means they'll probably do something I would like. You know, we're talking compromise, meeting each other halfway, right? So I think that's why he's upset. Is he's like, "I did the hike for you, and you're not willing to try one of these things for me?"
1: Yeah, though I agree with you that his reaction <clears throat> to it and the sulking, no,
0: yeah. not
1: necessary and makes makes him an asshole i think in the in that moment
0: yeah like now you're just ruining the vacation
1: right for everyone
0: that it makes like it would make me feel guilty i don't i know i don't get motion sickness but it would make me feel guilty if i would probably sit there and go man would it have been worth it to have that sickness for one day to just make the rest of the vacation not this which is i'm sure like an internal guilt she's feeling a little of, like oh maybe i should have just done the dune buggy been a little sick that day and then the next four days or whatever, two days of vacation would have been so much more fun as opposed to my husband, like, sulking around the pool.
1: Yeah. so Which is a, a shitty place
0: that... to be in. We've all been there for some reason in a relationship where you're like, I should have just fucking did the thing. So I yeah. wouldn't have had this fight. So I wouldn't have had to write to the Reddit community. <laughs> <and> fucking...
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. So peep our Instagram stories. You can, you can vote. We'll, we'll do. Wait, what's your vote? What do you think? i I agree with you. I. I do not. I do not think she's an asshole in this situation. I think she made a mistake. Like she. Like.
0: But do you think? Would you go? Husband's the asshole. Is there his, an asshole in this situation?
1: I think the way he's behaving makes him an asshole. Yeah.
0: Interesting. I don't think
1: he would have been if he was just upset. But I think like the way that he's reacting to it. Mm-hmm. Again, though. It's 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 like, like it's holding said, we'll, it. Yeah. Exactly. You're like not you said, over it. Like let we it go. Only have the one perspective. So, like I'm sure this would look a lot different if we also had his point of view, but we do not, so just from what we have yeah yeah
0: it's it's also hard for me of I know I'm not a motion sickness person, but I've done like a dune buggy thing, and I did not find it very rough. I know I know you'll want to argue with me on this, but I looked at it, and I was like, the boat, I fully am like, yeah, you get seasick on a boat always you're it's an always thing that's regardless of the boat like cruise ships barely move in terms of rocking and like people get seasick on them. So I'm like, I get it. Yeah. The dune buggy. I looked at it. Like I felt like she, she should have at least talked to like the people that book the dune buggy figure out X, Y, Z. Like, cause maybe there would have been a thing of like, they might've been like, Hey, you can go on it. And like, if you're feeling sick, blah, blah, blah. We can get a cab, come get you, bring you back to the hotel. Like I feel like she had multiple options and she just so quickly wrote it off that, I kind of think they're both an asshole, personally. More questions
1: would have been good. But I do think, I think in order to even, like, I don't think, I I think it's tricky to question whether or not these activities would have made her sick in the course of, like, debating the question. Because she doesn't know. Well, she does, according to the question.
0: Well, I'm saying she wouldn't fully know till she's on it to be a hundred percent sure
1: well yeah it's another like like,
0: black hole of opportunities and possibilities which is why i was like i would look at it and go all right let me see if like is there at all a way out if i sign up for this thing am i stuck on the dune buggy yeah like a boat you're fucked yeah yeah yeah.
1: the boat is like yeah for sure out but as that that's where i do have some bias because i am a motion sickness person and so i don't think the dune buggy would bother me but i know things that do bother me that other people Are like shocked, Mm -hmm. like planes. For example, people are shocked, and this this woman said that she got sick on the plane. I get sick on planes all the time, and I will land it at my destination and just be like miserable for the rest of the day. Yeah, no turbulence, by the way. Just being on the plane. Mm -hmm. So, like that's that's where my bias is coming in. That I'm like I'm not questioning at all that she couldn't do either of these activities. Where I think she fucked up is that. She knew she wasn't going to do either of them. And so she should have made that super clear before they went on the hike. Like, that's you why be- I'm
0: saying I think they're both an asshole to me. I think they're both a little bit of an asshole, not yeah, a huge one, but you're both that. a little bit. Like, I think I you both that. were wrong. It obviously resulted in a big conflict and problem of the vacation because I also think he was wrong to like be like, buddy, the dune buggy, you literally drive by yourself. You could have went on that by yourself. You could have went on the catamaran snorkeling. I understand it's more fun with someone if you're, you know, an extroverted person like me. But like, and my dad is very like this of like, my dad hates being alone and but very much wants to do what he wants to do. But it's that thing that it's like, okay. so there's been moments I've looked at my dad and been like, you can go do that. Right, you like literally just like shopping. He's like, "Come on, no one wants to come." I'm like, "No, just go. It's shopping. Go," you know. But like, it's like you know, such a less extreme example. But I was like, when I first read it, I like immediately was like, "Why can't the husband do it alone?" But it's also like he's probably sitting there like, "Why couldn't she do this fucking hike alone?" Hike? Yeah. So I'm very like, "Yeah, both." The- I think they're both a little bit of an asshole. I'm like,
1: eh. I think this is where what you said up top about there's a difference between being an asshole and being wrong. Right. I don't think she's an asshole in this situation. I think she was wrong. But I think his reaction with the sulking, if it is exactly what she said it was, that's an asshole move.
0: See, I think it's an asshole move that she went on that hike and had him come and knew the whole time she's like, I'm not going on that fucking dude buggy or the catamaran. I would take that as an asshole thing if I was that guy. I'd be like, dude, fuck you. Like, come on. You know? That's a fuckboy move, actually. Let's call it a fuckboy move. She <laughs> she knew her intentions and she knew she would not do those other things, and she led him on to believe that she would. So how about well, that? Can we add we can we add fuck boy to this? I'll add fuck boy. Add fuck she's boy not an, an, an asshole, she's a fuckboy. Because we differentiated <laughs> that those are two different things. So she was a little bit of a fuckboy in the situation. She misled her husband. Oh, it, happens. So funny. it happens. It happens. Alright? I'm not saying, you know, I don't have a husband. Maybe I'll eventually do that one day. So I'm not saying y'all are bad people, but yeah, this was. Oh, I, I think it. this was. Everybody took an L. Can I say that? Everybody took yeah, an L. Yeah, everyone I'm took adding, an L. That can be I'm one of our a options. new category. Yeah,
1: L's are all L's all around. L's all around. Um. Okay.
0: All right. So for our questions and uh, everybody, if you want to submit questions for the hot topics, you can check out our website, and it'll be in the description. All right. So question one. All right. Hi, Allie and Erica. Love the podcast. This might turn out to be a bit long, but would love a general comment on this situation. First, I think it's important to mention I'm from North Europe, so I'd say the general dating style and expectations somewhat differ from America. I am not actively looking for dates. It's more like if I meet someone, I'll give it a try and feels like there might be potential. Otherwise, I'm happy to be by myself and do my own thing. I'm 28 and at an opening of a contemporary art exhibit, I met a man, 39. He's from South America, but grew up in the United States. Already early on, he suggested a lunch date and later suggested to maybe move to a bar or restaurant. To both things, I quite directly said, I'm not comfortable to agreeing to yet. He understood that. He wasn't petty or annoyed. And we ended up talking for a bit, uh, over an hour at the venue. And at the end, I felt like I got comfortable enough and we set a lunch date for the next day. So next day is a Sunday for the record. Uh, the Sunday day was great. Date was great. We ended up sitting at an outdoor terrace for some, for a few hours and then moved on walking around the city and seeing some light art that was set up all over the city. I think in total, it was close to eight hours together. Oh, wow. Marathon date. All yeah. right. So a couple of days later, about three or four, we had another lovely date. Great conversation. I felt comfortable and at ease. I absolutely enjoyed that. He wasn't trying to be touchy or say any sexual innu- innuendos or other hints. Uh, she says in parentheses, I feel like this is very typical throwing in a, I give a great massage. Ugh, oh, yuck, yuck. Gotten that line before. Uh, so now I am sure I want to get to know him more. For me, that means an active communication. Uh, she says she's probably similar to you, ally <laughs> <laughs> and continue meeting at least once a week, unless, you know, circumstances happen. He, however, is a very dry texter and often left unanswered questions, and in general, it felt off. So I adapted one of Ali's scripts about communication. He responded very well and said he'll try to be more mindful of that. However, in a couple days, I realized that that is not the thing that bothers me the most. I realized it had already been a while, almost two weeks, and a third date wasn't happening. We were talking about it, but he was always busy. And the way he communicated was just saying, it's really busy. That's how it is. All right then. Okay. Uh for context, if I want to get to know someone, I don't play games. I'm very open about how free I am. I have a project, you know, plus work, plus this, blah blah blah. So if he says we can plan something for the weekend, I give him my options. Turns out on Sunday he has a golf tournament, Saturday he has language lessons and a friends, kids, birthday party. He never replied with, Oh, this week is busy, but I'm free next week on X day. At some point I suggested to schedule a call if we can't meet in person. No reaction to this. So close to three weeks, I get impatient. What's going on? I express my frustration and give him space to back out. But he replied that I am overly dramatic. Ooh. (laughs) Yeah, that's never. I hate this. hate this. (laughs) Did he also call you crazy? All right. Uh, He said he is just busy and, quote, I am sure we can meet up at some time soon. Again, nothing concrete, no specific time frame. To me, it felt like disrespecting my time and me and just waiting for a window in his schedule. So I ended it and also briefly explained why this is not the connection I am looking for. I haven't discussed this much, so I'd love to hear some outside perspective. Three weeks for a third date is a long time, right? For me, it is. This, is sh- this for sure was my most mature communication, but somehow that overly dramatic comment has
1: stuck with me. Any thoughts? Thanks. Okay. I hate that overly dramatic comment.
0: Even if somebody yeah, is yeah. being overly
1: dramatic, which, by the way, I don't think this person is being. But even if somebody is being overly dramatic, I I, I don't like it. Um, Like, if you think that that's what's happening. Yeah. No. So- Someone that really cares about you, like, is just concerned you're upset. Yes. C- completely. <sighs> so, a couple things. One, I agree that three weeks in between dates two and three is quite a lot. And won't do a phone call. Can we add that? Right. So like shit happens. Circumstances come up, you're busy, you're traveling, like whatever. But you're looking to maintain that connection, especially if the person that you're trying to connect with is suggesting ways to do that. Yeah. And this guy is just fully not, not even not taking the bait, but not replying to direct requests for more communication and for continued connection.
0: It's shady and it's dodgy. Can I just yes. say that? I've dated people before that like I kind of let it slide in those early stages and then later I would be having the same problem. I'd be like, "Oh, I suddenly just got dodged on a question I asked.
1: Like they would reply to me like I didn't just ask them a question." Right. And I'm like, "Okay. Great." Yeah, and I when she brings up that like he never replied with, "Oh, this week is busy, but I'm free next week on." Like that's what I mean by like shit happens. You get busy, right? Mm-hmm. Like Christmas and New Year's throws a wrench for through a wrench for a lot of people where like they like we were talking about in the update section, like you'd match with somebody beforehand, or you met that guy at our live event. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, okay, the next two weeks are busy, but here's when I am free.
0: Yeah. And I even explained to him, like, I have shows, so I was like, look, sometimes I have to move things last minute.
1: But I was like, as of right
0: now, I was like, this day is open
1: for sure. Let's try to lock in it. Yeah. She's giving him the benefit of the doubt that he truly just is busy and wants to see her Mm -hmm. and trying to throw out other options and he's not taking any of them and i also i already even before the overly dramatic comment and the way he reacted to her setting that boundary for herself and ending things i already thought this guy is not worth your worth your time and now i'm like just because of the way he's not spending you know prioritizing spending time with you
0: i would say that plus how he's speaking to you you don't like exactly well Which now it's like extra. enough. yeah when he was like i'm busy that's just how it is it's very like excuse me what, what I'm are you trying to put me in my place what get the fuck out of here
1: yeah so yeah so i really i really don't like him dismissing her feelings Mm-mm. and you know sounds like she already knows this because she ended things but like if you know if you were looking for outside validation of like, yeah, good for you. Good for you. You stood up for what you deserve and want and walked away from something that wasn't serving you.
0: Yeah. It's, it's funny that like most questions, a lot of times the advice is literally being like, tell them what you told me communicate. And this woman communicated. Yeah. And now she's like, oh, they basically dismissed what I asked for. And I called it and did I make the right call? And I'm like, right. I think you hundred percent did because this person made it very clear of like, I will contact you when it's convenient for me. Right. And it's like, okay, um, well that's not convenient for me. It's so not convenient for me. So you don't goodbye. even care to talk to me on the phone for 10 minutes. Like, right. Just have a little catch up with me. Make me feel a little communication, a little wanted. Uh, no, I think she made the right call. She definitely wasn't dramatic. and, yeah this man just seems very dodgy and very brushed off everything she said almost to be like "Nah, you're being crazy it's like you're not being crazy It's no farewell sir you're like i'm excited to see you for a third date it feels like you really don't give a shit if you see me or not and that alone is enough grounds of i certainly would not be waiting around for this man to turn it around especially the fact that he is 39 i'm like he knows it's like he knows he hasn't made a plan with you he knows he's not putting in the effort
1: get out of here farewell sir
0: not worth it but but an interesting scenario and still keep putting yourself out there she said something in the beginning about like not really i'm like
1: girl no keep doing it you're fine you're doing great
0: you're doing great keep keep at it keep keep using alley scripts you're fine (laughs) okay Um, Uh,
1: do you know that do you know that reference that you're doing great sweetie from it's like a chris jenner quote it's like a meme yeah she's like
0: isn't it like Kim's literally posing naked and her mom's like taking pictures? Like, you're yeah. doing amazing,
1: sweetie. You're doing great, sweetie. My brother told me that he said that. He like, um, did he say this on the pod? No, I don't think so. No, okay. This I, I couldn't remember all of a sudden if this was something we talked about on the pod or a one-on-one conversation I had with him because he was talking about, remember how we asked him about like meeting people in person and like knowing if something is romantic or not or whatever? He was telling me how he recently met A woman out in person Mm -hmm. and everything was going really well they were like in a group and then he she said something and he responded with like you're doing great sweetie but like in that voice and she thought that he was just referring to her as sweetie like he she didn't know the reference Oh, Oh, and that would be like a pretty rough thing to say like calling Mm -hmm. someone sweetheart yeah like condescending man
0: yeah but i was like was she just like oh i don't like being called sweetie like
1: she, yeah, she, she just... was like, she was like upset. he obviously explained the reference. Oh, okay. Like, Thank God. Yeah. It just reminded me when I said that I was like, you gotta be careful. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, true Um though. Okay. So our next question is a screenshot submission. So on our um, questions form, you have the option to submit screenshots um, for us to analyze. It's, a, it's really long. And so we're not going to read the we entirety can't. of it. Yeah, we, we can't, but I think, w- I think that, the length of it brings up some interesting topics and we can kind of give a, give a, a sense for yeah, let me. Happening. Here's,
0: here's the sense you need. It's 14 screenshots. Okay. It's very That's, long. I was scrolling through reading it and I was like, how? And I, and I looked at the page number. I was like, how many 14? So it's basically a hefty conversation through a dating app. So they yeah. are talking a ton and essentially, she I mean, we'll read so I, can read, I can read what she said. Yeah.
1: So she said, And I think we can read some of the screenshots because I think there's some stuff that's important in there. But she said, hey, I matched and started talking to this guy very nicely and smoothly. We would reply to each other at least once a day. He would usually do it in the evening, replying once or twice. However, he asked his last question in the screenshot, to which I replied in the morning. He didn't reply in the evening and still hasn't replied in the afternoon the next day. And I don't know why I've got the feeling that he won't. I find this very confusing because he was the one who asked the question. Did I give too much information or what's wrong? I'm so much losing any faith in dating because every time I feel I have a good connection or conversation with something, with someone, something like this ends up happening. And so she said the whole, and she said, I said, I'm sending the whole convo for you guys to understand how good and smooth the conversation was, but the last three slides are the, is the important stuff. So she, she knows that, the, you know, we don't, yeah. all and when it, you, but
0: go ahead. I was going to say when you, when I read the whole thing, it is very clear of like, they literally both are answering like several questions to each other. So it's like each person sending like eight individual messages. So that's the thing I want to talk about. So the, yeah, the, I was, the gist a little... of it is
1: that they have a very long conversation, right? It starts on October 23rd. And let's see when the last... I'm trying to see if I can see dates anywhere mm. else. And it goes through... That's it looks true. like it's only over the course of like maybe four or five days, maybe six days.
0: Yeah, October 25th was the last date
1: that pops up. So let's yeah. say the 26th. So yeah. Then I see there's one that's like yesterday. So yeah, so it's like mm-hmm. within a week, most likely. And what happens is, so we can skip to the end first. So basically the last thing that he said to her was he asked her, have you dated? So he said a bunch of stuff, but to your point. But then he said, have you dated much since you've lived in London? And her reply to that was, hmm, not massively, I'd say. I moved to London with my ex, and we were together for the first year here, then kind of saw someone for a while, ended up downloading this, but didn't start using it until summer. I've met some people, but nothing interesting out of it. Ha ha. What about you? When was your last kind of long relationship? And so her worry here in the question is that she either gave too much detail or he didn't like her answer, even though like he was the one who asked the question. Right. I think though that the larger like issue that I see is exactly what you said about how in depth this conversation is and how they're each asking multiple converse- multiple questions at once. That's yeah, overwhelming. It's overwhelming. And, and it's, it's so like and like, like, it's
0: jumping all over the place. It's yeah. like have you traveled at all this summer? Blah, 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 blah. What'd you do for the weekend? Also, how was your last relationship? I was like,
1: oh my God, so, it's just it's, so much. Well, it's also like so, like, as an example, let's do a little bit of a dramatic reading. As an example, so, so she, so she asks him, "How's the weekend treating you?" And now, enter dramatic reading. And, and I'm, I'm the man in this
0: situation. Yeah. Good. Thanks. Just been catching up with friends slash family. How's yours?
1: Oh, we forgot that he also asked her about. They have been talking about tequila.
0: And taco places.
1: Yeah. Which, oh, originally, tacos and tequila, great. Okay, so then she says, No way, I'd have to drop some hints to my friends and see if they get me one for my birthday, a tequila thing. I'm spending a non deserved hangover at home, haha, so just chilling and trying to find something to watch.
0: Ouch, how bad is the hangover today? I'm feeling very smug as I think I'm the only person without a hangover at the moment. I take it you're a foodie. Do you cook much?
1: Quite bad, haha, but getting through. Lucky you, you get to make fun of them. And I guess I'm a bit of a foodie. I do love to cook, but since I don't have much time during the week, I like to more go out and try new things usually. But yeah, I also love to stay in and do something nice. What about you?
0: Don't get me wrong. I'm no stranger to a night out. Last night was well overdue. Absolutely love cooking. think I'd be a chef if I didn't have my usual job. What's your favorite cuisine?
1: No way. So you cook a lot, don't you? What's your favorite thing to cook? Your signature dish. What's your actual job? And then she responds to the, what's your favorite cuisine? Oh, difficult to choose. I guess it also depends on the moment. I like a lot of Japanese food, but I would also put Spanish or Italian in there. Do you have one favorite cuisine? So that's just a smattering of the conversation. But it gives you an idea of like, it happened sort of naturally, the way that it the way that the conversation started to branch out. Mm-hmm. But by this point in our dramatic reading, we're now having like two or three distinct conversations at the same time.
0: Yeah, this is the part that was chaotic to me of like, obviously he said, oh, I would, you know, be a chef instead of my job. Uh, when things like that happen, when I try to do an online conversations, as I try to, I'm like, just focus on the one topic. We're talking about food. He loves to cook. Just leave it at the like, oh, my, oh, what's your, what do you like to cook? What's your signature dish? And, and answer, you know, oh, my favorite type of cuisine? Oh, I like a lot of everything, you know, Spanish is my favorite, whatever she said. But like the job thing is a question that's like, oh, let me just save that for like when this dies. Yes. Because, and and I know it's like you get a little anxious or it's different online, but it's like, you have to imagine it like it's a conversation in person.
1: So that's exactly what I was thinking. It's like, it it can be different online, but I think the best conversations aren't. The best right. conversations that I've had on dating apps or in texting feel like real life conversations. And in real life, you would not be having three different conversations with one person at the same time.
0: No, like I would be like, oh, okay. He said he'd do that instead of work. We'll get
1: to his job eventually. Like, yeah. Or, ta- you know, or ask him about his job and abandon the current topic.
0: Is, exactly. If
1: you really want to know. Right. But, but and so and this all is not to say that she's done anything wrong. That like, oh, you're the reason that he stopped responding. No, de- definitely
0: not. No, because here's the thing. This is only what screenshot four. Like the conversation continued. So totally. even with the chaos, homeboy was still into it. He was still answering all the kind of chaos, and and then he was having the three combos at once. So he also didn't fix it. Like right. Like but neither of you that, fixed
1: it. <laughs> I think that that's where we can go wrong in dating app conversations. Is that like this is a lot to sustain. It is having this level of conversation with someone, especially someone you've never met. But even if I was having this conversation with you in text message, it'd be like this is taking a lot of brain power, yeah, for for me to do this. Mm-hmm. And eventually, maybe he like opens it, sees that she asked a lot of questions, doesn't have time to respond right then, or feels overwhelmed by it at that moment. For doesn't respond in that time, forgets to ever respond. You never speak again
0: yeah and the thing is she's just in her head right now because the question she asked was finally an in-depth thing and also she like actually revealed something personal of a past relationship so now she's panicking of like oh no was that a turn off about my last relationship or like oh whatever oh he brought it up first and i'm like no i understand why she's suddenly worried because she didn't get an answer right away um but i essentially wouldn't be if i'm like this this person has been communicating with you they've been into the convo they did bring up dating. So, yeah. yeah, you were honest. You threw it out there. Whatever. I'd be like, this person will respond. Like, I don't think anything you said is a turnoff and you did
1: anything wrong, I, per se. I I don't think he's going to respond. And, it, you listener, if, you're, so. if you hear this, would love an update. Yeah, I want an update. But I don't think it's because of what she said. I think it's because it's one of those conversations that got, like, too big to sustain. Mm-hmm. And somebody just walks – not that this is a good thing to do, but that somebody just walks away from it because it, that's easier than, like, sustaining this conversation. So I get like, that. my advice as, like, a learning is try not to get yourself into these really long, complicated dating app conversations. You're talking about tacos and tequila. Why don't we go out for tacos and tequila?
0: Right. But I understand being like, I want to talk to them a little more than, oh, yeah. let's say, my screenshot three we were like, yeah, this comment's going good. It seems fun. Like, if anything, I'm like, the I feel like this person has proven themselves to be nice, to not be, you know, sexual innuendos at the gate, whatever. Like, I don't see any big red flags of, I'm like, oh, it seems like this person is communicating with you. He's interested. Seems very nice. Yeah, I would have moved it to, hey, let's meet in person a few screenshots ago. Right. But also, I'm like, look, as much as I was like, look, he'll answer it or he won't, I'm all for like, hey, if you're in your head about this, I would just send another message of like, "Hey, if that was you know too personal a question or weird to answer over the app, totally understand. Like, would love to get a drink with you and and meet in person. Yeah,
1: I would I mean, just what do you completely pivot at that, that point. It.
0: Yeah, of like, you know what, you don't have to answer this right now. And I wouldn't even bring it up on the first date. I'd be like, you know what, let's go. Like, I don't like talking about past relationships on a first date. And and I like if X's come up, I'm like, I keep it real minimal because it's yeah, like same. we don't need all it's the not details. necessary information. It's not
1: at that juncture.
0: So. Yeah, I mean, I would obviously the screenshots from you know a few months ago, so I'd love an update. But it's like, look whether he answers or doesn't. I'm like, yeah, I would be like send another message. What do you have to lose? I've even just go, hey, since I haven't heard from you, I feel like maybe that was too personal for me to ask. Sorry if I overstepped. Uh, You seem really fun. Let's go out. Totally. Leave it at that.
1: All right, our third and final question. This was a little bit shorter, but I thought that it was really relevant for where you're at right (laughs) now. And also I've been in this situation too in the past. Mm -hmm. So this listener says, I recently quit my job to take a few months off and figure out my next steps. I'm currently living off my savings. Although I feel financially stable, I budgeted for this off period before I quit. I feel very awkward discussing it on first dates when work comes up. I don't want guys to think I'm using them for free dinners or that I'm incapable of holding on to savings for future goals. I always offer to pay, but it still feels weird.
0: Okay, so I've recently had this if I did go on a date like post, um, you know, being let go from my job. So I lost my like main source of income. Yeah. uh, It's something that I'm in a little bit of a different scenario because I have another thing. Or, I mean, another yes. few things I work on that also do make me some income and is like my real dream.
1: And, right. And that's your like actual thing that you're like building towards.
0: Right. So her, her situation is she's trying to figure out what is my real dream. What is my real... Yeah day job i would love to have and i'd be so ecstatic to have and and go to work every day and honestly i feel like that's better than going out with someone that has a job and they're like yeah yeah i don't really like it i don't know i don't really know what i want to do like i think what you did one takes balls yes two it's very nerve-wracking because i this isn't my first time like not being employed officially for a minute and I've done the save up my money and make a jump to comedy before. And I ended up making it last for almost like two years. And I ended up picking up little side gigs here and there and whatnot. Yeah. Like, whatever. But um, I mean, this is something that I will say, this is, I think in a ad- weird advantage that women have, if you date men of men do not so hardly stress what your job is and what your income is the way that women do. And that's why
1: she's more in her head about being, quote, unemployed right now. Like she, because if in the reverse situation, there would probably be more judgment there. Yeah. Like generally from society, I mean, we talked about it with Drake too, of like how men do get judged more harshly for like living at home, for example.
0: Right. Like if this was a a man, most advice people would say would be like, oh, you don't have a job right now? Why are you even dating? Like, of course that doesn't look good on a date, blah, 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 blah. They would be more likely, likely to get that feedback. However... Man or woman, this scenario, it's like, you planned for this. Yeah. You planned that's... and you're you're making a jump. And that's like, I don't at all look at you like, oh, get your
1: shit together. No. And that's where I think there's, it's all about how you pitch it. Yeah. And I think that like, it's a it's similar situation to when you do start interviewing for jobs, you're going to have to think about how you want to position the fact that you've been unemployed for however long it turns out to be. Mm-hmm. The job that I had before, the one I do now, I quit and I intentionally did not have a job to go to. I had I had planned on traveling, but then it was 2020. Um, mm-hmm. I was going to take three months off. It turned out to be four months. And when I started interviewing, I like got a script together in my head of here's who I'm going to position this time off, that it was like my choice and it really helped me figure out what I want to do and all that stuff. I think you can leverage something similar for dating. Where oh, if that if it's something that you're feeling self conscious about, bring it up first. Like, don't wait for if if you are feeling like you want to be able to position it, you don't need to wait for the other person to ask. You know, oh, so what do you do for work? Mm-hmm. You know, they you could just say, you know, actually, I, I'm I'm in a really exciting time of my life right now. Yeah. I like, you know, I left a job that really wasn't working for me and, you know, saved up so that I could spend some time thinking about what I really want my next steps to be because I want a career that really speaks to me. And I want a career that I'm really passionate about. And that's not how I felt about that other job. And so I I feel really lucky and grateful that I was able to plan for this.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think something that <laughs> something that also is like, you can't really argue with is literally saying like, Yeah, I just, I really was unhappy at my last job. Yeah. I really wasn't happy. I really didn't enjoy it. And so I was like, let me buy myself some time to get a different job. Because she's not being this like, whatever, I'm going to like, you know, we'll see. Like, it wasn't on a whim. And it's like, people can will sense that from you, even if you do feel awkward telling them that. And also, I'm like, the fact that she makes the like, gesture to pay or offer to pay... I'm like, that That alone is the move of like, yeah, I don't think anyone's going to think you're using them for a date. And it is a typical standard of like, yeah, most men assume they are paying for especially a first date, unless you're like really adamant about paying. So I'm like, yeah. It's yeah, I thing wouldn't of worry about that piece of it. You're offering, you're being honest, like, but it's like people, like the whole like, oh, t- people might think I'm using them for dinners. I'm like, listen, people get that vibe from you before you even get to the date. Yeah. And I'm sure you're not giving that vibe. It's like, yeah, if you're actually talking to these people a little, getting to know them a little, it's not like you're messaging them being like, "Hey, want to take me to dinner?" (laughs) Yeah, you know what I mean. You take me out. Yeah, no, not at all. Like, and I recently had this, and yeah, it was very just like I took it as a blessing in disguise. Of uh, mine was a laid off situation, but I've had to have this conversation before of like, "Oh, I just left my job. I, you know, have been saving up and really wanted to pursue this other thing." So me, I had a pursuit thing that was like, you know, comedy. Her pursuit thing is just a better opportunity. Yeah. And I think people are commendable for that. If anything, I think this will actually start an interesting conversation on dates that there probably will be many people that go, you know, I've actually thought about doing that too. Absolutely. Or like, yeah, I actually don't really love my job and I don't know exactly where I'd make the move, but like, I think they'd be like jealous in a good way of like, wow, good for you.
1: Yeah. I think, I think it's impressive to be able to have, you know, the courage to do that. And also the forethought to plan for it. Yeah. Yeah. I think 100%. both of those things are super impressive. So I'm, I'm, and I'm excited for this listener and her new career journey.
0: Yeah. It's one of those, I get you're in your head, but I really wouldn't worry about it. Like how you even wrote the email to us is like, yeah, you got it. You're okay. You got this. You, you planned it. You're yeah. and, and have a little fun, you know, that's the hardest part about like leaving a job and being in the, your like income is limited situation is I'll start to like punish myself and not let yeah. myself do fun things. And it's like Erica, you need to be a person. You need to have joy in your life. Otherwise, you're just going to be miserable. And that was not the point of you leaving the job. Right. <laughs> the job was yeah, you're you're miserable, miserable
1: for a different reason now.
0: Right. It's like cut where you can cut, and places you need to like have a little fun and spend a little money. Fine. But, You'll be fine. Yeah. So, agreed. Anyway, but this is this is a very fun episode.
1: Yeah, I, I love our listener questions. So if you have one that you want to submit, whether it's a question or a screenshot or a, you know, a situation you want us to chat about, findingmrheight.com slash podcast. We'll also put the link to the to the suggestions form. It's always in our show notes, but we'll put it in there and hope to hear from you.
0: Yeah, and if you want to hear us answer more questions, we do that every week on the Patreon. So join at patreon.com slash findingmrheight and you'll get uh, extra juice and extra
1: details of uh, what's going on in our lives. So yeah. Also, uh, my in the wild Kirk has taken the bait on (gasps) the date. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. He asked like, where in Brooklyn. Let's go.
0: Okay. All right. I'm a fan. Okay. Good things. 2023 off to a great start.
1: 2023 off to a good start. All right. Yeah. I'll talk to you next week.
0: All right. Talk to everybody later. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.